0: Before we begin, we've got a couple news items to send you away, and the first one comes to us from Jenny Ackerman. This one is all about fall prep for the plug bag.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's Open Boat. And today, we're probably going to talk about one of my most favorite things, honestly. It's fall run prep. The fall run is an exciting time, and now we have time to prepare. So I'm going to give you a rundown today. And next week, we got a two-part open boat happening here on what lures to use to match the bait. A lot of times in the fall run, you either have the peanut bunker, you have like sand eels. So you need to be prepared for both. So come on, come take a seat, come sit down and we'll give you the rundown on peanut bunker. So peanut bunker, you got to prep for like a couple different things because you don't know if they're going to be on top water or they're going to be underneath. Depends on what the bass are doing if they're ambushing them, you know, top water or underneath the Schools. So, for starters, I like to always have in my plug bag a big old Gibbs pencil popper. This Gibbs is about 2 ounces. I retired my old one from last year, but this is a new one ready for the fall run. It's great to reach out far. A lot of times last November, the November to remember, there was a lot of bass out past the second sandbar and bigger bass were out there hitting those peanut bunker schools while smaller ones in close the ones that are right at your feet. So the Gibbs is an old reliable that you should always have in your plug bag. I always have it in the fall and the spring. Next up we have a big rock. This is a metal lip swimmer and if you adjust it, it can swim right on the surface. And it is the perfect peanut imitator. Now of course you can get any metal lip swimmer that imitates the peanut bunker but I love Big Rock, shout out to Russ for making just beautiful works of art with all of his plugs. It just really drives the bass nuts when you have those topwater peanut bunker bites. Now, for the times when the bass aren't on topwater, you can look at my article from the September edition on bucktailing in the surf. So we're gonna talk about, drum roll, what's in my side pouch here the Gen X Bucktail. This is an excellent lure to use when the bass aren't on top water and you need to throw something to get in the peanut bunker schools for those bass to eat. I like putting a little K- JK Bait trailer on the back. They really hold up nicely. They have like a thicker little body that goes on the hook so they stay on better. You can use an Otter Tail or whatever little strip you like. and. I have a couple different sizes in my plug bag, of course, just in case. And of course, if you don't want to go for a bucktail, you can do Tsunami Swim Shad, but you know, (laughs) I wrote a whole article on it so you can tell how much I like them. So basically that's the rundown for what top lures you would need for when there's peanut bunker around. Now next week we're going to talk about what to do when there's those good old sand deals that we all just love so make sure to stay tuned for next week's
0: next up we're going to do a quick rundown of what's going on in the dream boat challenge
2: no new entries this week in the fisherman's dream boat challenge so the top three leaders remain unchanged we have kyle krauss in third place with 16 points eddie terrabiel in second place with 18 points and bobby cifarelli still stands on the top of the podium with 24 points october's fish of the month is bluefish Weigh
0: in the heaviest bluefish in the month of October to win a Tsunami Rod and Reel setup and a Dexter Knife. The Dream Boat Fishing Challenge is the Fisherman subscriber-only multi-species fishing competition
2: with a chance to win a 21-foot Crab Center console powered by a Yamaha, along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action.
0: And next up, we're going to talk about Black Hole Outfitters Togtober Tournament, which is going to run October 19th to the 22nd. It's a great tournament. They're going to give 10% of the proceeds to save the bay. It's 50 bucks to enter. There's a cash prize for the biggest tog. There are cash Calcutta's for four different species including tog and false albacore. And there's also tackle prizes. There's going to be an awesome uh, cookout at the end of this thing. They're going to have craft beer there. They're going to have a raffle. It's going to be, it's going to be quite throwdown. throwdown. So you definitely want to check that out. Go to blackhalloutfitters.com. Go to the captain's log and then check news and events. and. Uh, that will get you where you need to be to sign up for the tournament. And then the last thing, of course, is the giveaway, which is ongoing. Uh, I've gotten a couple really good photos over the last couple of weeks, so um, things are starting to tighten up in the uh, winner's circle here. We're gonna give away a Yuzuri prize pack, which includes all kinds of lures, um, some leader material. Maybe some other stuff as well. So you definitely want to check that out. Send the photos to me at, at the fisherman.com. Just make sure you give me a little caption. You know who's in the photo, where it was caught, things of that nature. Or you can text them to the number on the screen. Same deal. I need to, I need uh, information on the catch, and um, we'll pick a few winners. And uh, well, we'll pick a winner on the 26th, and then uh, you know we'll see we'll see what we have see what happens next. <music> segment of this thing Um, as we kind of alluded to last week it's sort of confirming itself now all this Northeast wind has really battered the shorelines of Maine and that's sent a lot of those bigger stripers out of the state uh, or out of state waters down into New Hampshire down into Massachusetts still some decent fish being caught up there though and the rivers have a lot of smaller fish um, but you know the fall run is starting to kind of move into its uh, Sunset sunset moments up there. Uh, it's not over by any means, but things are definitely waning So we jump over into Massachusetts um, James is on vacation this week, but the things that I've heard have mostly been from surf fishermen and uh, The reports say that there's been really good striper fishing around Plum Island. Although It's been pretty weeded up um, But there are you know good numbers of small to medium stripers like up to the top of the slot and, uh, you know, a few bigger fish mixed in and some bluefish out offshore. Um, boat guys are definitely doing some damage as well, especially now that it's weeded up so much. But um, there's good bass fishing around Plum Island. The best fishing I've been hearing about in the northern part of the uh, reports range here is in Cape Ann area. They've seen some daytime blitzes, some bigger fish, guys getting them on pencils and spooks and things like that. Uh, jumping down through Boston into the situate Plymouth area. Uh, You know, we talked about how things were kind of setting up and starting to look better. Well, that's gone up another notch this week. Seeing more striped bass overall and some bigger fish, especially after dark. So, um, you know, keep your eye, keep a close eye on that area because things are probably going to pop open here in the next week or two. Crossing the canal, uh, interesting thing, there's been more Albi sightings and they're getting up closer to P-Town now, uh, which is not not typical so you know we've had enough Albies pushed through the canal that they're in Cape Cod Bay and uh, they've moved up toward P-Town and guys are catching them uh, that's also been the area where more of the striper fishing has been taking place out of the Cape because the outer beaches are just hammered by all this northeast wind we've had uh, coming around out front again you know the beaches out there have been pretty beat up uh, not a lot of guys surf fishing out there the only striper fishing I'm hearing about on that side of the Cape is in the estuaries It's mostly schoolies up in there, with the occasional slot, and you know you might get lucky and find a 20 pounder up in there. But um, that's where most of the striper fishing is taking place on that part of the cape. A few guys have gone offshore looking for tuna, and um, they have found some fish. Uh, It's been super rough, super lumpy out there, but um, you know we've got a couple bluebird days here now, so hopefully someone's out there and uh, you know making some reports for next week. Getting up into Monomoy area, no striper reports from there, but uh, there are albies in there. Look like some pretty good size albies coming out of Monomoy uh, this week. Getting up into Nantucket Sound, same thing. Albie fishing has really started to come back together. I've uh, seen some solid-sized fish. There's been some nice size bonito in the mix. And uh, striper fishing has started to get a little, little bit better around Nantucket. And then along the north shore of, um, of the vineyard, uh, guys throwing topwaters there, like the Dock, have find, are finding some decent fish, like up to 35 inches. Bigger fish in and around the Elizabeths, and there's also been a lot of albie action around the Elizabeth Islands as well. Guys, I talked to the fish cutty hunk last week from the surf had some solid fish. Had some fish up into the high 20s and even touching the low 30-pound class. Uh, so things are coming together nicely there. If you push through the islands into Buzzards Bay, that's been another area where there's been a lot of albie action. Cleveland Ledge up to the canal has had a lot of albies. Uh, A lot of them are now getting up inside the canal also, which is pretty cool. And the striper fishing inside the canal has been really, really good this week. We've seen fish up into the high 40-inch class, um, and we've seen fish outside the canal on boats up to 45 pounds. So uh, the fall run is kind of at its peak right now in that region. Getting out of there, going out um, into Buzzards Bay, we've seen striper fishing looking good all along the... Uh, northern shore of Buzzards Bay. There's been a lot of albies like off of Fairhaven and New Bedford, which are making their way to the west. And the tog fishing out in like Westport, Massachusetts, has been really, really good. Uh, Overall, just good fishing inside Buzzards Bay right now. And that's what I have for you guys in Massachusetts this week. Moving over into Rhode Island, uh, didn't really get many offshore reports, which isn't a big surprise. I know a few guys went out there. They went out there and braved the big seas and... um, they did find some fish so there are tuna out there and we'll just have to see how well it holds up as we kind of get into a new pattern here or at least hopefully we stick in a new pattern looks like we got some rough uh, weather for the weekend so uh, we'll see but um, there are still tuna out south of the island so that's uh, something to definitely keep an eye on moving over to Aquidneck island's it been really good bass fishing around both Aquidneck island and jamestown uh, we got a lot of flushing tide there so the water didn't get as dirty and uh, there's a lot of mullet and other bait coming out of the bay, bay right now, which has fired up some pretty good striper action. Nighttime guys were doing especially well on soft plastics on lead heads, but getting them on like, you know, hydro minnows, you're getting them on darters, bottle plugs when you need them. Uh, really, anything that's in that mullet size, you know, say like 6 to six to 8 inches, um, it's getting it done. Uh, When you get over more toward Narragansett, the water's been a little dirtier over there, which has made the surf fishing a little tougher, although I have heard of a few fish over the last few days. And there have been some albies starting to regroup in that area. West Wall had a slow week for albies, but I have a feeling we'll see some resurgence here before the weather turns again for the weekend, so you may want to keep your eye on that. Um, On the togging end of the scale, it's been really good. uh, Really from Sakonet all the way over to Point Judith, that whole area. And a lot of these fish are uptight. Check, check out this fish uh, sent to me yesterday by um, this girl named Grace. This fish is definitely over 10 pounds. This is a shore caught tog. Um, just one heck of a fish and congrats to her on that. She was pre-fishing for the tog classic which is taking place this Sunday so uh, you may see her name on the leaderboard. But um, overall togging in Rhode Island has been very good. The fish are up shallow, 5 to 30 feet. And we've seen a lot of solid fish in that you know five to eight pound range, and you know when those fish are around, there are some bigger fish in the mix. So uh, should be a uh, should be an interesting tournament this weekend. Getting out toward Block Island, uh, I know the sea bass fishing's still been pretty good out there. And the guy that I talked to that was out there in the boat on one of the less lumpy days last week uh, said that they had stripers up to like you know 18 pounds or so, and they had bluefish up to like 14 pounds. So. Good fishing, just none of those Block Island dinosaurs uh, that people have grown to expect out there. But, you know, it's October and uh, much less predictable. Then getting, uh, actually, before we jump over to uh, South County, let's check in quickly with Captain John Lee from JL Charters.
3: It's Wednesday. Just getting back from a tuna trip, school tunas. We did pretty well today uh, on Butterfish. The, the, The sweet spot was 90 feet. Um, I'm also hearing of tunas in Rhode Island Sound between the vineyard and Point Judith, both giants and mediums. So don't put the tuna poles away quite yet. Anyway, I'll get back to you next week. I got some blackfish trips. I'll give you a report on those. Water temperature's dropping. The chew is gonna happen. See you later.
0: And moving over to the breachways. Had a really good week at the Breachways, Um, you know, all those drop in tides, we had really nice tides. We had a moon and uh, there were lots of striped bass taken on darters, bottle darters, bottle plugs, live eels, bucktail jigs, swimmers. Um, Just, you know, drifting them out in the current. Uh, Saw fish from like 25 inches to 40 pounds come out of the Breachways last week. So that's really good fishing, really exciting stuff. Not a ton of albies in that area, but I think we're going to see them starting to show up again here in the next few days. Um, you know, again before the weekend. So you we want to keep uh, crosshairs on that area as well. And to wrap things up in Rhode Island, let's uh, check in now with Declan O'Donnell from Breechway Bait and Tackle.
4: Uh, the conditions the past few days have been really, really good. Uh, boats been able to get out and chase some albies and get on a pretty good totog bite. Uh, the dog bite continues to pick up. Uh, a few bigger fish were reported this week, uh, the water clarity improved, and the water temperature is starting to drop here. Unfortunately, the seas aren't looking too great for this weekend, uh, but the conditions this week have been really good, uh, it's allowed some boats to venture out and get after some tuna. Tuna bites been really good the past couple days, uh, a lot of bluefin. Uh, All all different sizes coming in, porting on the chunk and on the jig. Albies have been seen anywhere from the west wall in front of Charlestown Town Beach down to kind of by Kwani, Fire District Beach, and Napa Tree Point. Uh, They've been on a variety of different bait, including peanut bunker, rain bait. Uh, Some of these baits are starting to leave uh, the salt ponds here in southern Rhode Island. Thanks Thanks again for including me in this week's report.
0: Crossing over into Connecticut, Uh, the best striper fishing in Connecticut right now is happening around Fishers Island. Um, A lot of the best fishing, you know, a lot lot of times we expect the best fishing, I should say, to be up around the rivers at this time of the year, but we've had so much freshwater runoff and dirty water and debris and all kinds of stuff coming out of these rivers that a lot of these fish are sticking further from shore right now. Uh, so Fishers has been a great place to get some big ones. There's still shark concerns there, so you may have one uh, taken by the tax man, but they, uh, the fishing's been good. Uh, same thing with the, you know, with the reefs offshore of, the, of mainland Connecticut, like Bartlett's, uh, like Hatchets, like Goshen. Um, there are some solid fish being taken around those reefs, and um, you know, numbers of mid-sized stripers in those areas as well. Uh, getting up closer to the Connecticut River, you know, the runoff's starting to subside. I was just talking to Pat about Bait today, and he said that the water clarity wasn't such an issue anymore. And they're starting to see, you know, numbers of slot-sized fish around the river. It's not a lot of adult bunker right now, and uh, that's keeping a lot of those bigger stripers out of where they might usually be around the river. So uh, most of the fishing that's taking place in that area is for smaller fish. For a little bit more on that, let's toss it over now to Captain Mike Roy from Real Cast
2: Charters. Hey, what's up guys? For this week's fish report, we're now experiencing summer-like weather. A very big turn from last week's rain and hard northeast winds. But the fish are definitely in fall migration mode. There are a lot of big schools of stripers and false albacore feeding heavily on bay anchovies. And... Um, peanut bunker as well Uh, there's still a lot of big blues around on the deeper reefs so bring your diamond jigs and those Shimano current sniper jigs Um, and the black sea bass fishing is really good as well so you have a lot of options Uh, next week on October 10th blackfish season opens in Connecticut so I expect that to get a lot of interest and I expect a lot of sea bass and probably some porgies uh, to be eating those crabs as well Um, That's it, Uh, good luck and uh, enjoy the uh, fall fishing.
0: Now we'll head up the river and check in quickly with Rowan Lytle.
2: Everybody, Uh, so the rain never ends. It looks like we got another batch coming this weekend. Of course, we had more last weekend. Uh, That has put most of the Connecticut River tributaries into very good conditions for the early fall stocking. The state's already starting to put trout out. Uh, So if you're looking forward to getting into some fall trout, That's about to happen. Uh, There's mostly putting them in lakes and ponds so far, but expect those major rivers, especially the TMAs, to get their stocking soon if they haven't already. Um, And with those high water conditions, it's also a good year to expect there to be some holdover fish. Although it was a hot summer and that high water isn't necessarily cold water, it does provide more habitat and some fish can find their way into spring seeps that they may not otherwise find. Uh, So there might be more holdover trout in a lot of those uh, trowel management areas this year than there have been in, uh, in years past. Uh, other than that, uh, catfish, also loving that high water still, and again, we're in that time of year where your odds of getting bigger ones uh, are only improving. Uh, expect somewhat smaller numbers, uh, potentially some, some fish over 10 pounds. Uh, get out there, be careful this weekend, uh, very, very windy and rainy, um, plan accordingly, and uh, good luck.
0: Heading west out of the river, I was talking to Matt Stone this morning through text and he said it's Albimania mania right now in this area. So um, it sounds like a lot of albies have shown back up in the Westbrook area for a little bit more on that. Let's talk to the man himself. Here's Matt Stone. And that's, you know, that kind of mirrors a lot of the things that I've heard from other guys that, you know, it's not the western sound, but sort of the uh, west central sound right now has the bulk of the albies in Long Island Sound. It's hard to say whether those are the same fish that had gone all the way up to Norwalk and are now heading back out, or if it's a new wave of fish, we're going to have to wait and see on that. But albie fishing is very good in that region, and uh, I would bet you're going to start to see some fish around middle ground again very soon. Striped bass fishing in that area has also been very good. Um, Now, I talked to TJ um, from Rock and Roll Charters, and he said, you know, that it had been kind of another old school week for him. They were getting fish of all sizes. You know, it was a wet and wild ride out there with big seas, but they were getting lots of striped bass, lots of bluefish. And, uh, you know, when they could duck out of the wind, the porgy fishing was also very good. So good action all along there. And then as we get further west, let's check in with the newly married. Here's a photo of him and his new bride. Probably my favorite wedding photo I've ever seen. Uh, check in with Max Finch from Fisherman's World.
3: The past few days, the Albi fishing has been fantastic along the Connecticut coast. We've heard fish all the way down to Largemont and you know, New York waters, Norwalk Islands, Sherwood's has been backside of Kakini, Westport to Penfield Reef, all along the Fairfield beaches, Bridgeport and the mouth of the Housatonic. There's still a bunch of fish around, so you gotta get out there and get after it. Middle ground to poor Jeff, you know, Crane's Neck, and the whole Smithtown area has them too. And we've seen a really big bluefish this past week on the moon. We've seen fish to like 16, 17 pounds at 11B diamond jig in the outgoing. That's, you know, that's awesome. It's an awesome time to get out there and diamond jig some big blues. There's also been some bass in the mix up and tight we still got a lot of rain bait and a lot of peanut bunker up in our estuaries and the bass are getting real active now on them so you can you know plug blind structures mouths of harbors, way back up in tidal rivers that's really good stuff like smooks spooks small paddle tails bucktails you know small poxies all work great this time of year the porgy fishing still red hot guys are still getting them from the beaches this is usually when we see our biggest porgies caught from the beaches places like calf pasture beach you know sherwood island and then guys fishing from the boat, our local rock, uh, reefs and rock piles, and then our wrecks are really good. Everybody's getting antsy for the blackfish opener. It should be good. We'll be fully stocked up on crabs. And we should still uh, start seeing the sea bass moving shallow. I've still heard that 50 foot to like 30 foot mark, but usually when blackfish opens by the end of the month, you know they mix in real shallow. Guys are getting nice knot heads when they're fishing 15 feet or less for blackfish. Thanks for good luck.
0: And I just wanna say again, congrats to Max and Lauren. Um, They are like the power fishing couple of New England and uh, couldn't be happier to see those two tie in the knot. And that's what I have for you guys in the reports this week. Hopefully they're going to be useful to you. And, um, you know, if you're not a subscriber to The Fisherman, highly recommend you head over to our website. That's thefisherman.com. You're going to get a good free taste of everything that we offer. We cover all fishing from Delaware up to Maine. Uh, Freshwater, saltwater, offshore, surf, it's all covered. Uh, You're also going to get fishing reports that cover all that same area. You're going to get access, digital access to all three editions and whatever edition you sign up for, which I hope it's the New England edition because that's mine. Uh, You're also going to get 12 paper, you know, magazines sent to your mailbox and you're going to get 26 digital editions sent to your email during the fishing season. It's 30 bucks for the year. It's the best 30 bucks you can spend in fishing. I appreciate you guys for watching and we'll see you next week.